our new bestie has changed how we track our investments. Why have over 400,000 investors chosen ShareSite? It's simple. This online investment dashboard for your investment portfolio supports over 500,000 stocks, ETFs, and funds, plus integrated with more than 200 platforms, ensures your entire investment portfolio is organized and accessible in one place. Move beyond the limited insights from brokerage statements. ShareSite offers a comprehensive view of your financial performance, including analyzed reports, dividend gains, and the impact of currency fluctuations, all through intuitive graphs and visualizations. But here's the best part. For the investee besties out there, ShareSite is offering a special deal. Save four months when you purchase an annual premium plan. It's time to dive deep into performance metrics, streamline tax reporting, and share your portfolio with ease. Join the link in the episode description to sign up to ShareSite now and transform your investment experience. Hello and welcome to Girls That Invest. Today's Monday, which means we're bringing you Sticky Money Monday, a weekly advice column where you give us a sticky money situation you're in, whether your ex owes you money, your friend is asking you to fork out for her wedding, or your flatmate just keeps stealing your oat milk. We're here to give you our unsolicited, unfiltered advice. You are joined today by retired nice girl Sim, and with me is expert mean friend Sonia, the friend who tells you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. Let's get started. This sticky money situation is one that I feel like everyone is going to have a few thoughts about, so I just want to get straight into it. Dear Sim and Sonia, I'm worried for my future with my partner. We both came from really different financial backgrounds. I am very fortunate to grow up in a higher income household where I never had to worry about money growing up. My school fees, college fees, and university fees, including accommodation and expenses, were completely covered by my parents. My partner, on the other hand, started working when she was 15 at a local McDonald's. Her parents did not give her any allowance or financial support all through to the end of university. She was receiving youth allowance and working one job. Now that we are both two years out of university, I'm a little worried about us not being on the same page about our financial future. I am working four jobs and generating a six-figure income annually. She is working one part-time job, generating a mid-five-figure income annually. We have always spoken about our wants and needs for the future, such as getting our first puppy. But we both agreed that we would only do that if we could both be financially comfortable living on a part-time wage and have other sources of income, such as investments. However, I feel like I'm doing my absolute best to make sure that our future will turn out the way I dreamed, like asking for a pay rise, starting a new casual job that pays well, and she states that she feels comfortable with where she's at and how much she's earning, which is odd to me as I don't know how she thinks that it's all going to happen smoothly if we just do the bare minimum now. Long story short, she's content with life right now, happy to live at paycheck to paycheck a lifestyle, whereas I want to be able to travel and not feel like I have to eat canned tuna for a year. Please help. It's interesting to me because he's already tried to bring it up a few times. It's just he's not liking the answers that he's receiving. And I feel like she's also being honest in terms of where she she is, how she's living, and she's content for right now. Like, I wonder 
how he's having these conversations because if she's just thinking they're like passing conversations it's super chill and he's just like I'm so worried about our future and our future together and my future and the way that I want to live because I I feel like on a good day we all worry about that I feel like it's exacerbated when you have a partner so I don't want to be like just break up because that might not be the case here, but I definitely think that there are ways to have more of a purposeful and meaningful conversation because I think a lot of the time with relationships, you kind of don't realize that you've just adjusted to what your partner wants or like if your partner's happy, then I should be happy. Like life's okay right now and they're okay right now and I'm okay right now. But if you have different visions for the future, in my head it's like, what's the point I think that's like the like that last sentence is exactly how I feel like if you have different views in the future like what's the point they are really young they're only two years out of university but I think we've all I've seen this happen in friendships that I've had where one partner is super driven and wants like I guess more for themselves and the other is quite content and there is no right or wrong because if you're the content partner you're dealing with someone that you know, it's not maybe ideal to you. They're like aggressively working. You want to go out and relax and spend time and like, you know, have a relationship. And they're like, sorry, like I'm on my fourth shift of the day. So like, she's not in a great position right now either, where she's probably feeling a lot of maybe even tension and resentment for like, why is my partner so financially focused where I want to live a different lifestyle where maybe I don't make, you know, the big six figures, but if I'm comfortable, I'm comfortable and that's all that matters. The one thing I want to dissect is the importance of your family background when it comes to money. It's unfair in my opinion to want someone else to completely understand where you're coming from if you've literally come from two very different financial positions like I can imagine in her situation she probably feels like well I'm actually doing really well for myself for where I've come from and for where I've come from like being able to earn mid five figures might be amazing and like that's you know a huge congratulations to her and it's a huge pat on the back and she might feel like what six figures feels to you is what her current lifestyle feels to her from where her starting point is and where your starting point was so you might have both made huge strides but one doesn't feel as large as the other because of maybe where you've come from does that make sense I think you've already acknowledged that privilege which is amazing because that's how you started off your situation so you already recognize that you're coming from different positions I wonder if there is an opportunity for yeah you have a conversation about your future but just a conversation just about understanding how she feels about money and how she feels about her success in general because I feel like there's a little bit of an opportunity to educate here too Yeah, like we could do so much more with our money and we can do so much more with our money together. But you're right, she might be thinking that this is like the peak of her success, which so far it could be. I do agree with you though, like having that conversation of what things could look like might help. And I think one way I would handle this situation, and this might not be the right way, but this is the Sims way, is I would sit down with my partner and be like, hey, like let's list out what we want our dream life to look like 10 years from now, like 
let's be specific. Like, where do we want to live? Do we want to live in a nice home in Takapuna, which is like an affluent area in Auckland? Or do we want to live in, you know, a really family-like suburb that's maybe not as expensive? Like, let's look at house prices. Like, let's decide the exact kind of house we want. Like, do we want a million-dollar house? Do we want a apartment? Okay, let's decide how many holidays we want a year. Do we want really nice holidays that cost like $10,000? Or are we going to continue backpacking? And like, make a list of the life you want and then break down the costs of all of that this is so tedious but like break down the cost of it and then look at okay well then we would be spending eighty thousand dollars a year between the two of us to live a lifestyle like that so we probably need to make you know more than that is that something that we want to work towards or does that not like the idea of living that life not outweigh the idea of having to possibly start looking at changing our career goals or career trajectory. And if she goes, no, I'm so comfortable with this life that I have, then that's your answer. That's not someone that's interested in changing. And in all fairness, that's her being honest and communicating with you. And like Sonia said, from the get-go, it sounds like she's being clear about what she wants. It's just now you deciding if that's something you're okay with. Where do you stand if you were in the situation and your partner was like, no, absolutely, like, hands down, I am so comfortable in this life. I don't want to change. Is that a deal breaker for you? Yeah. There's no right or wrong in this situation. It's just how you both want to live your lives. One is not better than the other. The person writing to us, you think that your, I guess, way or vision of life is better because it's more. But for her, she might be fully content in terms of the relationships that she has, her relationship with things, consumerism, all of that. And she wants to live like a simpler life. There's no right or wrong. It's just if you're going to move forward together with a shared vision or not. And if you're not, then you move, go your separate ways. Because I guess what's the alternative? One of you compromises. One of you does something that makes you so unhappy that will impact the relationship. And it's good that you're picking this up now compared to a few years down the line where you're in it deeper and maybe digging yourself into more unhappiness and I guess more just overall dissatisfaction with your life because you're always thinking to yourself I could have more I could be living this like separate life I just feel like if you're not on the same page about the future it is a deal breaker in my eyes because I would want to be with someone who wants to do life with me and we have yeah you have your own thing and you you have different like career goals and different things that make you you and unique but at the end of the day I would think that you're looking for a life partner to help you accomplish like your shared vision so for me it is a deal breaker but how about you I guess it would depend on how passionate they were like if they were someone that was like I make I don't know, like $40,000 a year, but I'm so passionate about my job. And if that didn't impact the lifestyle that we had because like my salary could handle it, I think that's not a deal breaker. I think it becomes a deal breaker when they are in a job that they don't enjoy and it's a low paying job and my salary can't cover both of us. I think that's when I would be like, okay, well now it's starting to impact what I can do. Whereas before maybe it didn't. And like you said, you don't want resentment to build up. And it sounds like some resentment has already built up, like especially 
when our listener was like, I want to be able to travel and not feel like I have to eat canned tuna for the year to be able to then go and travel. Like that to me is, oh my God, I'm already not looking forward to the rest of my life with this person if things don't change. And that's the key word, if things don't change. It is so hard to have money conversations and money will always be that one thing that causes couples to break up. So good on you for trying to nip it in the bud, good on you for being proactive, good on you for acknowledging everything that you have with, you know, how you've come about the wealth that you have and also acknowledging that, you know, she's had a different start to you. It's just about having that conversation. I'm glad you acknowledge that they're not the most comfortable conversations to have. Like we talk about money every single day and sometimes those conversations can get a bit hard. Like people don't always want to be thinking, For business owners, every transaction is more than just a swipe of the card. It's the culmination of your hard work, dedication, and commitment to your customers. That's why I'm excited to share with you a game-changing solution that's simplifying the way businesses like yours accept payments. Introducing Tap to Pay on iPhone, powered by Stripe. Contactless payments has never been easier. You can seamlessly accept contactless payments directly from your iPhone and the best part, there's no additional hardware required. Think about it. From local pop-ups to global retailers, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe cater to businesses of all sizes, empowering them to accept payments right from their iPhones. It's a game changer for businesses looking to scale quickly and stay flexible with quick setup that takes minutes, not days. So how can Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe benefit your business? It's simple. Increased revenue, expanded reach and enhanced customer experience. It's a win-win-win. To learn more about how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can transform your business, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone today. About money, especially in relationships. And to be honest, I've seen so many memes and like TikToks go around. This couple shared like their date night and it was just like a finance date night where they like talk about their goals talk about their money goals and so many people stitched it and were commenting like this is my version of hell like if my relationship looks like this like I don't want it and it's not like they're having that date night every single night it's like once a month maybe once every two months that they're just kind of touching base on finances and their goals and I thought the reactions were super like you could tell how old these people were in terms of like the duets and stitches because it is not the most romantic thing to talk about no one is out here telling you that financial planning with your partner pre-marriage counseling or whatever like getting a prenup is the most lovey-dovey romantic like best thing about being in a relationship and like choosing your life partner it's hard it's awkward it gets easier over time it gets easier when you know each other better and understand each other better when you've been together for longer rather than just being together for a few months so yeah they're tough conversations to have it's really easy to plan out in a podcast episode and be like you should say this you should say that and present you a script but more often than not they're not gonna follow the script probably or you might not like the answers that you get to in terms of you are in two completely different spaces like how do you move forward from there so I just want to acknowledge that please keep us updated let us know how this goes And also, if you have a sticky money situation that you need help with, send us a DM, email us at hello at girlsandvest.com, send us a voice note if you're brave enough, and you may just be featured in next week's episode. And as always, to finish off with our disclaimer. 
Girls That Invest does not provide personalized investing advice for your individual needs. We are not financial advisors. The advice from Girls That Invest exists for educational purposes only and should not be relied upon to make an investment or financial decision. Advice from Girls That Invest is general in nature and does not consider individual circumstances. Always do your research and please use your due diligence. Alrighty, till next time team, bye.